21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. I am constantly asked the question, why should I keep investing in training? It doesn't work. And that's always been a challenging response as a learning and development professional because my deep belief and knowledge and understanding is that training does work. What hasn't worked over the years is the way that we have thought about it, the way that we have executed on it, the way we have continued to follow through. And so I really have paused as a business owner to think about what does it look like to have training reimagined? And that has been the genesis and the start of Knowledge Force Consulting and the work that I've been doing over the last 10 to 12 years in this business and in the almost 10 before I went out on my own. Can you share a key moment that inspired you to innovate in, in learning and development for people and also businesses? Yeah, I think that it's been um, the times that I have seen training really work. And so instead of just one moment in time, it's been these small glimmers of moments where I recognize things changing for people. And when they've had that phrase that Oprah likes to use, the aha moment, where a light bulb goes off and they have time to process and come back and say, Janine, that really helped. And the building upon those moments has been what has shifted that approach. Because the reality is, I know that training and development does work. It's about reimagining that experience for people so that we can make better connections to lead towards behavior change. Okay, and what experiences or mentors greatly influenced your learning and development philosophy over your 15-year career? And so it's interesting because my philosophy actually comes from my childhood more than my work experience. And my mom was a school teacher, and she would often talk about how important the power of one is. And she would talk to us as kids about power of one is the most powerful number in the world. And we think of that as being very small, but it's not. It's all about one and then one and then one and continuing to build, whether that's through conversation, through ideas, through actions. And that's how learning actually develops over time. And so my early childhood experiences were around this idea as an individual, but that always stayed with me. And as I carried into um, my career and moving into this area of learning and development, I could actually like relive the experience that my mom was talking about, how that it's small incremental bits of change that really shape uh, somebody's ability to learn and grow. And one of the challenges I think that businesses face is that we send our people through a training program and we expect them to come back entirely different. And that just isn't human nature. 
It's just not human nature. So is it really that people aren't learning or is it that our expectations as business leadership owners, you know, fill in that title role have for the time frame that it takes people to learn and what is actually possible by the compounding bits of one by one. Can you talk about a time when you had to adjust your strategies? due to market changes or new adult learning research or something similar? Yeah, and so I think that that is ongoing because what I began to learn about how adults behaved and how adults learned over 20 years ago when I got into this field has really evolved as neuroscience and the study of the brain has evolved over time. And so it's a continuous improvement cycle of paying attention to the newest research. And I think one of the other very large shifts has been in attention span. We are busier, more distracted adults. We're actually busier, more distracted children too, but that's a whole different podcast and story. <laughs> so we're busy <laughs> adults. And we're very distracted with constant things coming at us. There was a time when I worked early on where thinking about developing an hour-long training program was considered to be short. That I could put somebody through training for an hour. Now we understand that the brain loses attention much more quickly than that and have shifted towards things that are known as micro-learning. Much smaller incremental bits of learning stacked together as what ultimately shifts behavior change. And so it's this constant need to be agile and adapt and move in order to uh, stay up with the current research and science and the evolution of, of our society and, and what's available to us. What do you think are the most important elements for sustaining long-term successful client relationships? Yeah, I think that one of the keys is that Knowledge Force Consulting and my personal values within the business is that we serve, not sell. And so, so much of serving our clients is understanding the goals of their business and really bringing to them expertise in areas they're not familiar with the neuroscience, the most recent you know, research around how people learn, bringing our recommendations to them over and over. So in continuing to evolve together, to be honest, some of the client relationships that I've been a part of have been eight and 10 year engagements. We go back and back and back, continuing to grow together. And as a part of that, we're learning and seeing what works today and what worked five years ago may not work now. And part of adapting to that model of, of understanding that and continuing to learn and often to learn together is what strengthens so many of those relationships. And, and my customers know that they're not experts in how adults learn. And as a result of that, they rely on, on me individually and Knowledge Force Consulting as a business to bring expertise 
Um, and if we don't have it, to find it. <laughs> How has technology influenced your services at Knowledge Force Consulting? What tech trends are you using or planning to use? Yeah, so over the years, we've had to rely on a lot of shifts when it comes to technology. When I first started, the idea of running an entire class remotely over a technology like Zoom, Zoom wasn't even a company. Um, and so things like that have evolved to bring in technology. We have used over the years simulations, uh, game, online gaming, simplified, of course. We're not talking about being, you know, Xbox here, but bringing in gaming mechanics into an online setting. Um, like I mentioned, the duration of chain training has gotten shorter. People want to do things in smaller chunks. And where I really see a lot of the technology going is along the lines of AI and, and working with artificial intelligence, especially to speed up the process of actually developing. And some of my colleagues are a bit nervous about what that will do for training. And I like to think of it more as the AI will be the rough start and the professionals will be the people who polish it. So AI will help me kind of carve out my diamond in the rough is an analogy. But my professionalism or our continued professional experience and relationships will bring the shine and the polish to that situation. And we'll be able to meet the needs of so many more people more rapidly because the amount of time it will take to develop a program, for example, will be shortened. And all that does is provide more opportunities to help people learn and grow new things. And can you explain Knowledge Force Consulting's business model? Focusing on how you balance revenue generation with maintaining high quality training solutions. Yeah, and Knowledge Force's business model is really built around three things. It is built around the idea that most successful programs uh, follow what I call the three S's, strategy, scalability, and sustainability. And so the client examples that have demonstrated the most success and have really led to concrete results have started with that first line of business where we are coming through and consulting. We help our clients identify what's known as the return on talent investment, that ROTI. And we help them identify a learning strategic plan. We go through a strategic planning process about where they are and where they need to be. We could do that on a large scale level, like what do you want your training program to look like for the next three years? Or we could use that same framework to assess an existing training program and help it become more strategic. So that's one important line of business that many training companies don't actually offer as a service, but that we found is what has made our training that reimagined experience. Uh, the second line of business is all around helping companies scale the training that they do. So this is a product and line of services related to developing training programs, instructional design, gamification, 
delivery and facilitation, all the things that people traditionally think about when it comes to running a training workshop or developing learning and development programs. And then the last portion of the business is around sustaining behavior change. And what we've learned over the years is if there is not mechanisms in place to sustain it, people fall back to what they know because that's comfortable, it's easy, it's familiar. And so our business model helps our customers and clients recognize what they need to do to sustain it. Sometimes that's internal to their business process. And we just recommend the business processes that have to be enhanced in order to sustain the change you're looking for. Sometimes it comes in the form of uh, professional coaching. And many, many programs these days with Knowledge Force are supported by professional coaching. And with new technologies like, like Zoom and AI, how do you assess the effectiveness of, of your training programs at Knowledge Force Consulting? Yeah, thanks, Martin, for such a good question, because really it's one of the most challenging things. And in the past, um, the most transparent answer is that learning and development professionals have often not done a very good job of measuring impact because we often have looked at it as measuring um, a traditional financial metric of return on investment and categorizing that in dollars and cents. At Knowledge Force, we have redefined that and we define it as the return on talent investment, the ROTI. And when I think about the return on talent investment, I can look at my business more holistically. What strategies are we executing on? What processes are more efficient? What traditional financial metrics do get moved? What call handling time? What's the impact on employee engagement? I can look at the return on the talent, the investment in talent or our ROTI from a more holistic approach. And when I look more broadly at metrics, I can begin to see where do I want to pull the levers and move? What needs to happen? And so at the start of engagements with Knowledge Force Consulting, what we do is sit down and say, what are the return on talent investments you could anticipate seeing? What of the which of those do we want to baseline in a way that is very quantitative? And which are we comfortable with as being qualitative? And there's nothing wrong with qualitative data, as long as we're sitting down and saying, we're gonna use qualitative data as a metric. And so that is one of the things that I've really been working on is trying to help my clients understand that, that there is a connection. We have to think about how we wanna measure it more strategically than maybe it has been done traditionally in the past. Could you share a case where your training greatly improved organization's performance? What small behavior change had a big impact? Yeah, so I was working with a telecommunications company and 
um, they provided a variety of services to the home. So the consumer was within a household. And one of the challenges that that customer was facing was that when a household would move, when somebody was moving, and we referred to them as the movers, right? That was the mover client base. When the movers would be calling to disconnect services, uh, there was an attempt to try to save that customer to, if they uh, the services were available in this other location when they, where they were moving to. But the client was really struggling with the skill set around that. And so we worked together strategically to say, what do you want to move? How do you want that to work? What, what's really breaking here? And identified the skill gaps that were happening. And much of that skill gap was around mindset related to the customer service rep. They were having an attitude that we can't really save this or it's out of our control versus what piece of it was within their control. So we developed a training program and we did uh, our, our plan, initial plan was to do two different sites because there were two different call centers, East Coast, West Coast. I'm, I'm based in the United States. So the East Coast versus the West Coast. And uh, we were going to have an A group and a B group in each location so that we could benchmark uh, the testing of the training and, and the skill development. Well, after rolling out group A, within four weeks, they had three X the amount of saves that they were looking for and decided, wait a minute, we can't slowly roll this out. This has got to go. And so instead of having a phased in approach to get training, they blitzed it. And we did a blitz to get all other three groups uh, done within the six-week window and started seeing the return on that investment. So they were measuring things like improved processes, system efficiencies, and hardcore numbers. So they identified the fact that their tra the uh, call times had expanded, which is an ironic number, that they actually wanted the time on the phone with the customer to expand versus to shrink. But by expanding the conversation, they were actually able to save the customer. And that reduced uh, um, the need for new, uh, the focus on re-acquiring um, new customers and customer acquisition numbers. So it filtered in in so many ways. How does your company stand out in a market full of, let's say, traditional training programs, particularly with methods like like uh, whole brain thinking? I think that the challenge with differentiating yourself is that everybody has gone through training. Every adult person has been taught something and has been asked to teach somebody else something, whether that's your own children or somebody in the workplace. So what really differentiates Knowledge Force Consulting is the fact that we have the neuroscience behind it. We have tools and tactics like research around the whole brain thinking model or something called unbox your thinking. And, um, the box experience where, you know, how do we shift our mindset around things? And so we bring to the table, not just the perspective that yes, we have learned and yes, we have taught, but we have formal training and development 
of our own and ongoing education that continues to support that behavior change. And so really, we're the professional trainers, not the accidental trainers. And how do you manage your community service and volunteering alongside running a business? <laughs> It is not always easy. And to be honest with you, I was actually volunteering uh, one hour before recording this podcast with you. It is something that I, I really enjoy. I've been doing mentorship and helping other emerging businesses. I work with women-owned businesses and um, growing businesses as well. I also offer training and development services to some college programs that I that are near and dear to my heart and that I like to work with. But it is a challenge on my time. And what I have found is that I have to be strategic about which ones I want to support. And I, it's okay for me to get something out of it too. And so I look for opportunities where that supporting the community also supports something that I enjoy or I'm trying to learn or a network that I'm trying to build. And I find that if I am able to give something while I'm also getting something, that's good for everybody. And so what I am going to continue working on and building out and where I see Knowledge Force going is something is continuing to have and to continue to lead something that I refer to as that power of one. Uh, I had mentioned that it started with me as a child and my mom and the idea of the power of one. And where that is evolving for me as a business is the idea that the power of one is can change everything one conversation, one idea, or one action. And so Knowledge Force in five years is going to continue building upon those one conversations, one ideas, one actions, hopefully, or my plan is on a bigger scale as keynote speakers, disrupt HR events, um, through a book that I have currently in the process of developing. And so I think that um, I just want to continue helping people understand the power of one framework and what that can do for them and their businesses. The best place to find me and some of the best resources is at my janinecaposi.com website. So my name is spelled uniquely. It's G-I-N-I-N-E last name C-A-P-O-Z-Z-I.com. And when you go there, you'll be able to learn more about some of my free offers, one of which includes a free consultation with me to explore your learning strategy. To begin to have that one powerful conversation. and we'll see what ideas and actions can evolve from there. There's also some free downloads about how you can measure your own return on talent investment and do a tiny little assessment. 
And one of the things I can't stand is when people have to capture my name and go through and fill out a form and get my email. I promise you, you don't have to do that. It's you go, you get to lock it down, look at yourself, see what you want. And if you are more interested in talking to me again, feel free to reach out. So if you'd love to continue the conversation with me, we could also do that through LinkedIn. Feel free to connect with me there. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. Imagine a space where triumphs, trials, and tales of entrepreneurship come alive. Welcome to the 21st Century Entrepreneurship Podcast, a gold awarded journey hosted by Martin Piskorik, connecting with listeners in 95 countries and ranking in the top 0.5% of all podcasts. Join our exclusive community, elevate your perspective and embark on the path to success.